Welcome to Dr. Cindy Speaks. Regular musings and reflections on politics, current events. Dr. Cindy Banyer is a mom and small business owner fighting for our water, our health, our community. She's running for the people of Southwest Florida, trying to flip Florida 19 from red to blue. Listen as she speaks truth to power. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Cindy Banyer of Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe for March 13th, 2023. This podcast is being recorded at 9.45 p.m. Thanks for joining me here today. I had a bit of a tough week last week, and I am back to our Daily Diatribe. So let me go ahead and cover a few things that had happened last week, including the opening of the Florida Legislative Session. It opened with a bang last Tuesday to a deluge of fascist, oppressive bills coming out of the legislative uh, floor. So if you want to read more about all of the nasty bills that are going through, definitely check out the article on BigMouthMediaFL.com by Rebecca Jones, where she outlines the attacks on education the attacks on the LGBT and trans community, the attacks on civil liberties, the incredible public information request blocking for public figures that will keep Ron DeSantis and his cronies isolated from public information requests, and the destruction of our education system through the virtual privatization and defunding, total defunding of our public school system. It has been a whirlwind week up in Tallahassee. Probably one of the bills that also got the most attention was the six-week abortion ban that was put forth by two state legislators that are here in my area of Southwest Florida. And that, of course, also rolled back the exceptions that had been there for medical emergencies on the part of the mother, as well as rape and incest. So we are really walking down the road towards Christo fascism and nationalism, as well as to a Gilead state, which is frightening overall here in Florida. Now, this has a lot to do with Ron DeSantis's bluster and his desire to be the most anti-woke Republican in the country. And even though he has not officially made his bid for president known, he is in the Ohio or Iowa this week for the beginning and the kickoff of the Republican primary, the Republican primaries. And he was there at the end of the week last week going around and glad handing all around Iowa, even though the Florida legislative session has just begun. So that, of course, brings up the resign to run law, which we also have a great article on Big Mouth Media FL that you should check out because that is technically against the law for Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida to run for president and be governor, but chances are he's going to be able to push that through his very consolidated Empower Florida legislature. So we will keep you up to date on what's going on in the Florida legislature, but expect very extreme culture war stuff to come out of this session. Also in Florida, we have seen from space a sargassum, 
bloom, which is a harmful algal bloom, that is floating off the coast of Southwest Florida. And it's currently up by Tampa. And this kind of funky looking algal bloom sends these brownish bunches to the shore when it has died off, giving off some noxious gas that can cause harm to people and other animals in the area. It doesn't smell great and it can cause harm to the lungs. This, interestingly enough, is a pretty normal type of algal bloom that ends up hopping and bopping all over the world following the jet stream from southwest florida all the way up to the atlantic and then back off the coast of africa and down again but this algal bloom has grown so big that it can in fact be seen from space and it is being fed by the nutrients that are in the water particularly those off the coast of southwest florida coming from both the polluted lands and the extra polluted water from the storm surge and the hurricane ian later and earlier this well at the end of 2022 in addition to that, the warming waters allow for the algal bloom to grow even bigger. So that is why we're seeing such a behemoth when it comes to this harmful algal blooms. Just another example of what climate change and global warming has done to our environment and the harmful and gross effects that it can have. More to come, of course, as we continue to watch our world change and disintegrate to a certain extent in front of us, the world that we know it end because of wanton climate change. So looking back at the Iowa primary for the Republican Party, now keeping in mind that the Democratic Party has moved their first primary to South Carolina. It's no longer Iowa, and that had a lot to do with the fact that Iowa has become increasingly more Republican as opposed to a more purple state, and it's relatively low diversity in terms of both socioeconomic diversity, racial and ethnic diversity, and the rural-urban diversity. So South Carolina is still in the South, still pretty Republican, but at least has some relative connection to the Democratic Party and putting some traditionally disenfranchised Black voters in the state of South Carolina at the top of the order when it comes to the primaries made sense for Democrats this time around. However, in Iowa, we see Trump starting to make his way and talk his nonsense as he starts around the state of Iowa, apparently Nikki Haley was there, although honestly, who cares? And again, DeSantis was there glad handing, although he is not an official presidential candidate. So we are sure to see more to come as the 2024 presidential cycle continues to come down upon us. This weekend, we also saw the Oscars, and it is always a big event for the folks in Hollywood and the arts to look back and to acknowledge the most outstanding work for the previous year. 
the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once was the big winner, including several Best Actor awards for its cast, whom was primarily Asian. And this was a big first for the Oscars. It was a far cry, apparently, from the 2022 Oscars, which were punctuated by the infamous slap of Will Smith by on Chris Rock. And Chris Rock, coincidentally, just released a Netflix special that dealt in part with the infamous slap, and it's was a pretty interesting ride overall from Chris Rock and where he essentially asserted that it was not in fact Chris that he was upset with when he made the joke, but overall tension that he had felt with his wife. Thankfully that is in Oscar history and this year's occasion was much more joyous and happy overall. We have coming up the March Madness for NCAA basketball, and that is always a lot of fun for me and folks who are basketball fans around the country, and I am hoping that my Michigan State Spartans end up having a great tournament, but best of luck to all involved as the tournament starts this week. In news that was pretty shocking, the Silicon Valley Bank collapsed last week. In addition to over the weekend, another regional bank, Signature Bank in New York, collapsed as well. Both of these banks were FDIC insured up to $250,000. And today, President Biden announced that when it comes to the Silicon Valley Bank, that all of the deposits for the customers of Silicon Valley would be paid back and guaranteed by the federal government which is an interesting situation that people are calling a bailout. And it is in direct opposition to the bank regulations under the Dodd-Frank bill that were put in place after the huge banking crash and subsequent recession in 2009 and 2010 that we saw banking regulations, one of which being the smaller and regional banks, being required to have enough capital to pay out the their accounts. That was one of the regulations that was lobbied for by small banks like Silicon Valley Bank to be rolled back in the Dodd-Frank bill and was, which is why when it had a bank run this weekend because of some of the troubles in the tech industry in which the Silicon Valley Bank is heavily invested, it became a big problem and caused the bank to collapse because so many people went to pull out their money and they, in fact, did not have enough to pay out. So pretty classic failure of the, a bank and a pretty classic rent-seeking bunch of bullshit by bankers like Silicon Valley Bank, who had lobbied their Republican counterparts in Congress and actually gotten that regulation rolled back. And now what do we see? exactly what the regulation was supposed to prevent happening. But what can you expect when people are bought and sold and then elected to Congress? They will pass laws that benefit their benefactors, just like we see here with the bank 
And not only did they get their regulations rolled back, but then they actually got a bailout. So this is a pretty sad state of affairs. People who are watchers of the financial industry say that this is a one-off kind of thing and not a widespread issue. And we hope that they are right because us regular folks have the most trouble during economic downturns and turmoil. Those big banking guys, they're going to be just fine no matter what. Thanks for joining us here today for Dr. Cindy Speaks. I'm Dr. Cindy Banier, and we hope that you'll tune in to all the amazing shows on Big Mouth Media at BigMouthMediaFL.com. You can subscribe to this show for $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year, and you help to keep independent media just like us going as we are facing unprecedented attacks here in Florida because of the fascist regime under Ron DeSantis. But we're going to keep fighting and we're going to keep bringing you information here every day at Big Mouth Media. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Cindy Speaks. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to cindybanyay.com or connect with her directly at vote at cindybanyay.com. We love connecting with people.